When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hey guys, welcome into the Sarcastic Remarks studios. My name is Ryan. I am the host of Sarcastic Remarks. This is the after game review for the Vancouver Canucks and the Dallas Stars. I'm glad this is going to be the last time I say Vancouver Canucks for an after game review this season. Uh, the Stars lose by a final score of 6-2 to two in tonight's game. We want to thank our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, real quick before we get into this. Go and use the promo code THPN next time you go and use their app. Uh, we're going to go ahead and bring in Chris here tonight, and we're going to try to make this as short, sweet, and simple to the point tonight because, one, it's late. It's after midnight here in uh, the Central Time Zone, and we really don't want to talk about this game, but we know that you guys expect it, so we're going to go for it. Uh, Chris? There's there's so much to talk about that I don't even know what to start with with tonight's game. Uh, an initial thoughts or you know I mean, thought. It's just a waste of time for everybody. I mean, it really was. I mean, the stars didn't show up. The only player that showed up for the stars was Rope Hints. I mean, you can say Jamie Ben threw the body around a little bit, which I guess. But after the first period, there was nothing. And I mean. We kind of expect that they weren't playing a playoff team, so the stars don't show up, and they really, they really didn't tonight. They kind of, they kind of blew it. I mean, especially goaltending, which is something that hasn't happened recently. Neither of the goalies were good, even when Wedgwood was put in. Still wasn't playing well. I mean, he he was good except for the one goal that we he absolutely could not give up. You cannot give up a goal that early in the third period and off of that angle. You absolutely 100% cannot, when you go into a situation like that, give up that goal. And it's short side and it just goes right through it. I mean, like, it's a, it's, I feel like it's worse than any three of Otter's. Like, Otter should have had at least one of those, but the Wedgwood one was worse than all three. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just super frustrating. This whole game tonight was super frustrating. And I'll just go ahead and get into the first 
idea and question in my head is goaltending, which we've already kind of touched. The worst thing you can do as a playoff team is have questions about your goaltending going into the playoffs. And I stood up, I stood up for Otter on social media the, the past couple of days because some people have been like, oh, well, Wedgwood is playing really well. He's 3-0-2 in his last five games. He hasn't lost in regulation. And I'm, I'm like, no, it, that does not mean that, you know, it's, it's a shared net. Otter is the starter. He is the number one. I can't say that net right now. I absolutely 100% can't say that net right now because they were, they both suck tonight. And thankfully that hasn't been a consistent thing over this season, but this is the absolute worst time for something like this to be happening. Yeah. And it's not going to be an issue in the future. I don't think either. I think this is a one-time thing. But, okay, but I, I said that about yeah. Otter, but he has not looked on his game the past couple times he's been in. And tonight was the worst out of what we've seen. And you can't have that from your number one goalie. He he is, he is our number one goalie. Whether Bonus likes it or not, whether we like it or not, which we do, we like it because he's great. But he's, man... That this scares the crap out of me, because we have yeah. the we're 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 most likely going to play either Calgary or Colorado. Those are the no, actually, those are our only two options at this point: Calgary or Colorado. And both of those teams have high octane offenses. And I'm just like, we 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 have to know going into either one of those series that our goaltending is going to be, you know, is is going to be good, serviceable at least. At the very least, and we we didn't get that tonight, and it's been a consistent thing with Otter that he hasn't been as solid as he's been. Otter so, has been the opposite of hot, which is what you need when you want to make a deep playoff run. Is you need a hot goaltender. That uh, begs the question: Why why would Wedge would not be it? And I mean, I hate that. I wanted Otter to be the starter. Obviously, I've rooted for him all season, but there's no reason to give it to him right now. So there's not. There's not, and. That begs the question is, assuming we make the playoffs, I'm still going to say that because after tonight's game, we, and and <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and get into this game, th- this other thought. Out of the three game road trip that we've got, this is the game we, we should have penciled in as a absolute W. Yep. And now we have to go on a back to back and play both Edmonton and Calgary. And this goes back to the beginning of the season where Dallas does not make things easy on themselves. They don't. They always find a way to make it hard for themselves, whether it's, you know, not getting good goaltending when they need it, not winning the games that they need to win. We, we got swept by Vancouver in the season series. We played them three times at different points in the season. We got swept Vancouver. by the Senators. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. And maybe it's a good thing that the, the Vancouver is most likely not going to make the playoffs. Although if they make the playoffs and we're the first wild card and they end up winning their series and we end up beating Calgary for some reason, we're losing in that second round if we have to play Vancouver. Yeah. I mean, well, ha- hands down, there's no way we would that we would beat Vancouver in a playoff series. Well, the Not better thing is that the bad teams don't make the playoffs. <laughs> so if we keep playing good against the good teams and bad against the bad teams in the playoffs, theoretically we should be fine. But, man, that seems like a... It seems like a a weird end to the issue, but it seems like the most likely end. Okay, uh, let's, let, let's look quick, at the... Just to get back to the game. Sorry. We talked about the goaltending. 
we didn't get a five on five goal either. And nobody on the star scored who wasn't named Rope Hintz. So <laughs> we could talk about the goaltending. The skaters suck just as bad. I just don't understand the. And, and here's the other thing about this game is the, the first 15 minutes I thought was excellent. We came out, we were the better team. By far the better team. And as the game went on, we continued to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Well, in the and second period, it's already awful. I mean, the second period was an awful period. It the was first terrible. five minutes, the last five minutes of the first period were awful, in yeah. my opinion. That, I mean, that's I where it know. started. And I don't know how you can flip so quickly from playing that well to playing that poorly. Like, what happened there? Uh, Vancouver figured out how to play their game. That's what it was. I don't think so. I think the Stars just sucked. Vancouver is a team so. that we should handle. We did not play well. And and if we're playing good at all, we beat this team normally. <laughs> well, apparently not because we lost to them three times this year. True. Um, but Vancouver, is coming in tonight's game, they had won five in a row. And two of them were against Arizona. Two of them were against, uh, I think, the Vegas Golden Knights. And then... Tonight, you know, against the Stars, the one playoff team they've played in their last six games. They hadn't played since Thursday. And I, I, just, I just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Smoked them all and then made us look like one of those non-playoff teams, really, yep. in all honesty. That was my thought. So, okay, anything else before we get into the game? Uh, biggest winners and biggest losers. Biggest winner, go ahead. Biggest winner? I'm not even going to pick a star. Uh, honestly, there. Other than because I'll I'll let you do the obvious one. Biggest winner tonight, in my opinion, was Connor Garland. He didn't oh, really yeah. get a a point tonight, I don't think, but he was one of the most noticeable players on the ice for Vancouver, and he was getting numerous chances, just could not bury it for some reason. So yeah. he he's my biggest winner. Biggest loser is the entire Stars team. And oh, honestly, oh. I, I know I, I'm I'm hacked off tonight. I'm absolutely hacked off. And but. Uh, I'm I'm mostly just being a Stars fan and being pessimistic. But if I had to pick two, obviously it has to be Otter. Otter did not have a good game tonight, and he was not following the puck at all. And then the second one, I would say, is Joel Hanley. And Hanley, after having several good games, he got put into a situation where you know he's being asked to you know fulfill a top pairing role with Klingberg, and he proved exactly why he's not. A top four defenseman tonight, in my opinion. Yeah. So that's one of the, that's one of the saddest things to watch is watch a guy get a chance like that and then squander it. It, it was rough. To, he had two pretty bad plays that led directly to goals. I think if I'm remembering right, especially that second one. The, the I think yeah. it was the it was no, it wasn't the second one. Might have been. It was either. It was probably the. It was the third one, and we'll, we'll talk about that when we get into the second. Yeah, my biggest winner. We'll take Rope. He looked amazing all game long. I mean that the the finish on the on the shorthanded goal was just sweet. It was awesome. I love Robey Hens. He's so good at hockey. Um, the loser, I'm gonna give it. I mean, I'll give it to Radulov and Gurionov again. I mean, really? I saw turnovers all over the ice. Terrible defensive plays. Radulov had a great assist. I'll give him that. But on the defensive side of the puck, they are still ultra liabilities, even more than they have been the entire rest of the season. Recently, they have sucked. So. I'll give it back to them again. Two questions, and then we'll actually get into the game. Sorry. One's popping up here in the chat. Brandon's saying, is Thatcher Demko that good, or do we just suck? Um, we know. 
I don't we think we sucked. I don't think we suck. I think we had a bad game, and Thatcher Demko is a very underrated goaltender, in my opinion. Uh, that's that, that's really what what I think. He's very underrated. Um, and Ardell also saying Demko is decent. I think Demko is elite, in my opinion. He's going to be an elite goalie. He will be up for the Vesna in the next couple of years, in my opinion. Mark my words. And then uh, my second uh, question to you, Chris, and you can tell me what you think about this is. The line juggling by Rick Bonus. I don't think it was the problem tonight, but do you think it was the right call for tonight? I thought it was a fine decision, especially when you're changing some stuff up. Lindell was out, obviously. Things were already going to be a little bit weird with that. I didn't hate it, honestly. I mean, it didn't work, so <laughs> not good. Doesn't show good on him, but I'm fine with the decision to change something. But yeah. It, it, they got to make it work too. That's the coach's job is to know what's going to work. So, and and I'll mention this right now is the stars are missing a top six forward. They're, they're missing a top six forward. They've tried everybody on that line with Ben and Sagan and nobody seems to stick, whether it's Gary has stuck sometimes, but he has not been very good the last month and a half. Uh, student each, he looks like he has the speed, but he's young and he, he doesn't really look like he's got some finish. And then, you know, we've also seen Radulov. That has not worked uh, as well because that line is a huge defensive liability when all three of those guys are together. And then even Nemesnikov. Nemesnikov is just... I, I, I He's not a top six forward. He, he's got 13 goals on the season, but still, he's not a top six forward. We, You really need another top six forward on this team, and we've just missed it. Is is that fair analysis? Yeah, I mean, obviously, all of our goals are from one line. From t- tonight, they were from one player. <laughs> so, yeah, we need goal support. Whenever we get it, we normally win. So, we didn't get it tonight. Well, let's just go ahead and get into the game here tonight. Um, so, surprise... Well, a, a very big surprise for me, if you ask me. Um, just with some lineup changes... Otter gets the start. Kivi is in. Peterson is out for some reason, which we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, Essa is out as well. So Sekura comes into the lineup, and that puts Hanley playing with Klingberg, which made some sense because, you know, Hanley had been good. Hanley had yeah. been very solid on that third he, pairing. It's like he, he got his opportunity. He definitely deserved the chance. We'll, we'll give him that. He didn't live up to it, but he deserved the chance. Yep, and and he was, and again, he was okay. But the the times that he had some defensive gaffes, it cost the stars. So I wouldn't say he was okay. <laughs> you, you don't think so? No, no. He went back to old Hanley for me. <laughs> yeah, and Chris doesn't like Han- old Hanley to begin with, anyway. No. Um, storylines going into this game: Vancouver is on a five five game winning streak against non playoff teams. Dallas is three zero and one in their last four games. So they so both teams playing well up to this point. Uh, right off the bat, Sekera has a shot from the point. Besser with a chance. He doesn't. He's not able to get a shot off. Gary turns the puck over in the D zone. Not the first time I would write that. Uh, five and a half terrible minutes. Terrible turnover too. Do what? That was a terrible turnover too. It was like right in the high slot. Agreed. And uh, thankfully, nothing came of it because of uh, I think it was Glenn Denning. Glenn Denning was out there yeah, while they were, right off. while they were they were taking care of uh, a yeah, line change. But 
Shots are two to two, five and a half minutes in. Kiwi gets a shot blocked by Hughes. Um, Eggman Larson hits the post. Otter never saw it. And that was the beginning of a really bad game for Jay Cottinger. And then three seconds after Eggman Larson hits the post, Garland scores after a good persistent play by Dallas. Dallas had some good play right before that goal. And yeah. uh, Vancouver gets the one nothing lead. I thought it was completely against the uh, the flow of the play. The Stars had been the better team up to that point, but Vancouver's up one to nothing, seven minutes in. Yeah, I I agree with that with that statement, and it was it was literally their first chance, and I mean they buried it. Give, give them credit; the Stars can't do that. So, right after the goal, Hayskinning would get elbowed in the face. There was no call on Pedersen for that play. It should probably should have been called. But and then, then right after that, we get tripped in the neutral zone. Right. Yeah. Suter draws a cross checking. They call it cross checking, but whatever. And it was on uh, Brock Besser, so the Stars go on the power play. 14 seconds in, Hint scores after the Stars keep the puck in the zone. It was a good keep by Klingberg there, and it was a great drop pass by Rads. And I, I, you have to give Rads as much credit as you can because he's had such a rough season. So that's Hintz's 33rd goal of the season, and it's tied 1-1 to at this point. Yeah, I mean, that was a great play. I mean, nothing else you can say about it. And a great shot, too. Oof. So Sagan would have a rebound chance right after that, and then Ben would have a one-timer chance in the slot, but he completely whiffed on it, and <laughs> I, I couldn't help but laugh at him when it happened. And then I wrote, uh, Dallas is pressuring a lot after that power play goal. So they looked like the better team, and I was excited. I was just like, okay, the first goal happened against the Stars, but you know what? They look good. They, they look good in the first period. There was a huge save by Otter on Garland with a slot shot from Mi- from a Miller pass. Excuse me. Garland would be the one who would take the shot. Uh, Robo would have a shot off a of Vancouver turnover. There was a good stick there by Vancouver defense. I didn't catch the player who did it. Studenich would have a chance off of a Miro shot, and then it looks like Studenich is on that second line with Sagan and Ben. And, you know, we, will, we went, already talked about that, but it's bonus kind of putting those bottom three lines in a blender, trying to find something that works with Ben and Sagan on that second line, but it, it, they still can't find anybody to play with them. Trying to find goals anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> Seven and a half minutes remaining in the period. Shots are 10 to five Dallas. So if you're looking at the shots and looking at that as a perspective of how the game is going, you would be correct in the fact that the stars were the better team up to this point. And then that's when I wrote, they badly need a top six forward. We already talked about that. Um, seven ten. Foxa missed a wide open net. It was literally wide open. It, it was, was like the fifth one of the open. season for the stars. That was literally a slam dunk. Nothing in the way, and he just missed. That's the first one for Foxa, though. Ben's had two, so give him credit for that. Hey, hockey fans! Feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now. New customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get 150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team to win, and get $150 in free bets if they do. 
That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And it was after some really good passes by uh, Garyanov and Raffle. Both of those guys had, I mean, it was a perfect little offensive zone play, and they don't take care of it. And then guess what happens right after that? Vancouver scores. Pedersen scores after it trickles to him right at the post. Otter is not able to find the puck, and Dallas just doesn't pay, pay attention to the front of the net. There were two players behind the net, and Pedersen, the worst person that you could possibly leave in front of the net, you know, is yeah, there. And that one was just terrible defending. I mean, it, back it, holding. It, He's got to know where that puck is. He doesn't have eyes in the back of his head. I mean, the dude, the puck trickled to him. We got to keep the puck against the boards, at least not let it move around so much like that behind the net. I don't know. Like, are we supposed to have like two guys on either post in that situation and not just chase the puck around like a dog? I don't I'm know. not saying that he was the most one at fault, but he, he normally should be able to track that puck. And especially with that first goal, uh, I thought yeah. that, I thought that he needed to be better at that, and that proved two times in one period that he was not paying attention to the puck as well. I'll agree that both of them were savable, yes. After that goal, I wrote, Dallas should not be down right now based off of the way they've played, but they deserve to lose this game, which is a completely different perspective that I had at the end of the third. Because of everything that happened after... <laughs> Four and a half minutes, Hintz had a chance. 25 seconds later, Studenich would have a chance, and Studenich's stick breaks. And then uh, Richardson for Vancouver was in the slot. He shoots at high. A couple of stars icings all of a sudden, and that's when I thought that the momentum of the game really changed, was the fact that the stars you know, were starting to get a bunch of icings and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden they're not able to get out of their own zone and not winning face-offs, which is the complete opposite of what they normally do. Did you see anything like that? Yeah. I mean, the third period slowed down, and that's when we when we slowed down. So, yeah, totally agree with that. And then for the last minute, er, well, a minute and a half remaining, I wrote, they have lost the last three D-zone face-offs in a row. So they lost. And th- that's the way that you give the other team an opportunity to gain some momentum off of, a, off of their offensive play. And yep. so the, the first period bell goes off. Dallas, I thought, was the better team throughout the first, but Vancouver started to get their game there in the last five. Oh, excuse me, in the last five minutes. And then I wrote a couple of D zone miscues puts Dallas down by a goal. This, doesn't that sound familiar? So going into the first intermission, I was, I was not pessimistic at this point. I was optimistic because I thought that the Stars were the better team. I thought they were going to come out and play better, and that obviously wasn't the case. But yep. what did you think about the first period? I thought I thought it was fine overall. I mean, I'm just so sick of the we got goalied thing because there's no way the Stars are getting goalied 20 games. <laughs> we didn't get goalied tonight. We we barely put much pressure yeah. on Demko tonight. Yeah. So we need to finish those chances, and not burying empty net chances is the most annoying thing ever. Like, I'd rather a goalie let in a fluff ball than us literally miss a wide-open net. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways, we go into the second period, and student each tip goes wide right off of a bin shot from the point. 
1837 remaining in the period. Vancouver scores again on a two-on-one odd man rush. Hanley was at fault there, 100%. He tried to pinch at the wrong time. It didn't work. And it's uh, Brock Besser from uh, Elias Pettersson. So Elias Pettersson showing up his face again. And 3-1 Vancouver. And that's when I went, oh, crap. <laughs> at, at that point, I felt the Stars didn't bring any momentum into the second period. The Nucks just scored. We have nothing. We're, We're not building back up in this game. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a little bit of hope left, but not much. Um, but before I get into that, into the next part, the, I wrote this next part, and I'm so sick of people saying this about this player, that he's overpaid. And I, I immediately put this on Twitter once they went up 3-1. Dallas is really missing Essa Lindell tonight, and he is worth – Every single penny, dollar, dime, whatever you want to throw at him of his $5.5 million cap hit. I'm tired of hearing about the fact that he's overpaid. He is 100% not overpaid. And the game tonight proves 100% when you take Essa Lindell out of the decor, it it doesn't matter who you put in for Essa Lindell, that the Stars don't play as well. And their defensive game is not as well. Yep, I agree. I think he's just a solid guy back there. He has been for forever now, it feels like. So, yeah, I 100% agree about that. Anyways, even with, the, even with him having a couple of miscues in the last couple of games, too. So, yeah, and, and even if he has a couple of miscues, he always makes up for it with the other plays that he has. So if he has a bad play, he always makes up with it in, in his own way. And that's the thing about about players like that. And that's why we're so frustrated with players like uh well like Gary Onoff. Like like Gary Onoff, he has all the turnovers in the world, and we would feel better about it if he, you know, contributed offensively. But he doesn't. And that's the same way we were like about with John Klingberg more towards the middle and the beginning of the season, is the fact that, you know, he was turning over the puck a ton, and we'll live with that. That's okay if you produce offensively if, if yep. that's your role and now and, he's producing and offensively and we're living with it <laughs> right exactly and the and that's the thing that essa does is he he has some defensive miscues but he makes up for it with the de- other defensive plays that he makes 90 percent of the time he doesn't make problems and and that, that's why we get frustrated with those two guys but anyway moving on uh Vancouver would get their first power play. Sagan for holding. I thought it was a stupid call. It was a weak call. Pedersen fell, and Sagan was standing there. That's what happened. Yeah. Um, Glenn Danning would have a shot off uh, off the uh, penalty kill shorthanded. It almost went back, uh, and it was almost after a backdoor play by Vancouver. So Vancouver might have even been up 4-1 to one at that, po- that point. Brock Besser was completely by himself in front of the net. It should have been 4-1. They should have scored on that power play, definitely. They should have. But thankfully, you know, Hintz gives us a little bit of a little bit more hope. He scores shorthanded on a breakaway, goes five hole, and it was actually Elias Pettersson's fault when Elias Pettersson tried to pinch in the offensive zone. And uh, yeah, it, it makes it three to uh, Vancouver at that point. And this is when my hope was back. I was like, yes, we have something, a spark. Robin has brought us a spark. And all we have to do is take how well we play in one goal games and how well we've come back recently and just build on it like we have done the past few games. And then we come out in the third period, and then what happens, Ryan? 
You're skipping over a lot. You skipped over. Yeah, the I'm skipping goal. over a lot. What happened in the third period? <laughs> uh, first minute, Pat Colson scores from a bad angle. Yeah, Wedgwood that's what happened. Wedgwood 100 should have. Happened. And now the game's over. I mean, it shouldn't be. The Stars should have more resolve than that, of course. But in a game that they were playing bad, they were in it with a goal, and our goalie lets in a bad goal, and it's over now. Even the that, goal. That's, be- it. that's it. That's e- the end of the game. <laughs> even the goal before that, though, the Stars were not getting out of their own zone. And in, in, of all players that could score against the Stars, and someone who doesn't score goals, it's Jason Dickinson, of course, my favorite player. Yeah. And he he scored off a low tip. It was. I mean, it was a good play, but again, the Stars were just losing all of these 50 50 battles throughout the second period, yeah. and it sucked. And it continued into the beginning of the third. And then, I mean, that goal, you, you you cannot let... I don't care that he got put in into a situation where his team was losing. When you get put into a situation like... In any situation like that, that is a goal that cannot go in. 100% cannot yeah. go in. And that's the crazy thing, is that Otter had a bad game, but the worst goal was led in by Wedgwood. And it's just like, I don't know what to think. Like... <laughs> Is should we, is what is it Wedgwood's fault for letting in a bad goal? Yeah. Is it Otter's fault for putting him in that situation? Also, yes. But they just both sucked, and it's like, uh oh. <laughs> and there's not much in the in the third period that I want to talk about. Um, yeah. The, the The only other thing that I I do want to pull up is a couple of things. I mean, the, bonus was just like screw this, and he was putting just the most random line combos out there, which I don't blame him for after that fifth goal. And you, and that's the other thing is about that fifth goal, you, you still have a chance. I still felt optimistic a little bit at the fact that it was 4-2 to two because we've come back from two goal games before and we've won in overtime before. So, But, we, you know, when you let in a goal like that, that early on in the third period, that all hope is gone at that point. Um, anyway, I need to get off of that because I'm just going to keep talking about that. Um, I already talked about losing a ton of battles, uh, you know, the 50-50 battles, especially along the boards. We In that second and third period, we were not winning any of those. And we were so good at them in the first. Yeah, and I, I don't understand what the difference was. And the only thing I can think of is that Vancouver figured out how to play hockey. Or so we just stopped. <laughs> Maybe it's I a mixture of both. What it is. Maybe it's a mixture of both. I don't know. Um, And then... This and I'm, I'll get into this again because this is something we continue to talk about. Dallas cannot get up, set up in the offensive zone for some reason when we need goals. They do the dumping part and there's no chase. And it, it continued mean, through the third period, all throughout yeah, the third period. When we're losing, it's mostly because we're not being aggressive on the puck, and we can't score goals if we're not aggressive on the puck. So yeah, that kind of goes hand in hand. Um. The only other thing that I wrote that I th- would be of interest is Pavelski didn't really have a great game tonight either, in my opinion. He was getting he was getting pushed off the puck a lot tonight, which normally he's a lot better at. And I mean, it was at least three or four or five times that I'm like, man, what, what is Pavelski I mean, doing there? He's getting pushed off. And I know he's 37, but I don't and know. And I could say that about almost every star skater the only reason we mentioned pavelski is because he's has he's our points leader so i'm not going to single him out for normally being good in 
following suit with the rest of the team this game. The whole team right. sucked. And, and it, I'm not being like super critical of him. It's just something I noticed. And it's unfortunate that I noticed it tonight because he's normally not like that. So I don't and, know. And my advice to you on that subject is going to be the same advice to the entirety of the team. And that's just, you just forget about this game. It just didn't even happen. You just blank it out of your memory. You go back to we're 4 0 and 1 <laughs> because this late <laughs> in the season, a game like this, it doesn't matter. You're not going to take anything from it. Seriously. I don't think we gain anything from this game. We haven't learned anything. What we learned is that when we don't show up, we lose. Wow. Amazing. We already knew that. So just blank it. Go find a way to get two points out of the next two games, which is going to be hard as garbage. Last thing for tonight, Chris. The only good thing that can come out of tonight is the fact that, well, I guess Rope Hint scored two goals. That's that's we should take that as a positive. Two fun goals. Two two yeah, two really good goals. Two great shots. Um Katrina on YouTube saying at least Vegas lost tonight. Vegas and, lost. And New Jersey Devils did us a solid one by winning that game tonight. And it was a it was a three to two win for them. But honestly, I'm not even really looking at Vegas right now. Now we're it's looking in, at Vancouver. Yeah, we're we're looking at Vancouver now, in my opinion, because I the way they're playing, they I don't think they it's out of the out. question that they can win out. Yeah, exactly. And six I mean, in a row? Why not? Right. And again, I know it's against worse teams. They're not playing against top teams, but you play the schedule that's in front of you, and they've taken care of business. All they have to do is win out. LA is not playing well. Vegas has lost two in a row now. And all they have it, to do is win out. <laughs> yeah, I say all they have to do is win out. But, but, like, but it's, it, it looks possible for them right now. I understand exactly, what you're trying to say. Exactly. 100%. It, it looks possible. And the other thing is that the Stars have had multiple opportunities throughout the season to take advantage of an opportunity that they can solidify something or you know get into the top three in the division. Or, you know, make their playoff chances more helpful. Nashville lost last night in a really bad game. They got slaughtered by the St. Louis Blues. St. Louis had a seven-goal second period, and we didn't take advantage of that tonight against a lesser opponent. And you want to know even more? Let's get even more meta. Over the past 10 years, the Stars have squandered many an opportunity to solidify themselves and do a playoff spot. I still remember the the last game of the season. All we have to do is beat this team who is not in the playoffs, who is playing Minnesota. for nothing Minnesota. to get into the playoffs. And what do we do? We, we lose. The game. We not only lose, we lose in regulation. All to we a had team to do that was playing win. for nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's the Dallas Stars way. And that's why we talk about – that's why I talk – I'll put this on me. That's why I talk about the culture of mediocrity and being a bubble team is okay – that game proves to me always and forever it's not okay to be a bubble team. That sucks. If the team is going to be okay, if the franchise is going to be okay with something like that happening, I'm not okay with it. That's got to change. And feels like, again, this is way too meta for being 1 a.m., but <laughs> it just feels like that's the way the whole franchise is. That's the way this game felt, and I just don't want to feel like that, and that's why I give the advice of forgetting about it. Last question, uh, Ardell. I'm not sure it, what exactly he's talking about, but I'm just assuming he's talking about who gets to start on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, Ardell asking, Wedgewall or Otter? It's a fair question. 
What do you think? I have no idea. <laughs> I honestly don't care. Either one of them is a good choice. I'm going to go and say Otter for both. Oof. He need, he he needs he needs the that's when he plays well is when he's playing more games. And yeah. he's normally really good after a really terrible game. And each time he's been pulled he's he's I think his record after he gets pulled is like fantastic. It, it's it's something stupid like, you know, 5 and 1 or something like that. I'll, I'll have to go and look up the the stat or whatever. But he needs to start playing games and this is the time that he needs to be playing cuz we we need him to be our best goalie. It cannot yeah. be Wedgwood. It cannot be Scott Wedgwood. As much as I love him and he's a good goalie, he's come in at the right time. He's won us some games. He cannot be the Stars' number one goalie and us win in the playoffs. That is my opinion. I think whoever it is, it needs to. The decision needs to be made either now or in the next two to three games of who are we going to ride in the playoffs, and that person needs to start playing now until we get knocked out. Right, and I, I don't care that it's a back to back on Wednesday and Thursday. You play you play Otter on both games or you play Wedgwood both games if you have no faith in Otter. But Otter will should get the start on Wednesday and he should play again on Thursday in my opinion. We have to start riding him. That's when he plays well. Yep. I, I kind of like that idea the more you talk about it. So I'll agree with you on that one too, Ryan. All right. Um, anything else, Chris? Yeah, close it out. Why are y'all listening to a podcast about it's such a horrible game? Oh <laughs> At one goodness. o'clock in the morning on a, At one on o'clock a Tuesday in the morning. morning. <laughs> I mean, you people who are watching afterwards on Spotify, I kind of understand. You people on live, y'all are crazy, bro. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, along with Chris, my name is Ryan. We're going to wrap it up here tonight. This has been the after game review for game number 76, I think. I already forgot the number. 76. A big number. Yeah. We're getting close to the end of the season. Go and use the promo code THP, and then next time you go and use the DraftKings app for a special little offer from them. Uh, please also go and check out our merchandise store, StarcasticAndMarksShop.com, for all of our first phase of our merchandise. Our second phase may be coming out at the end of uh, the playoffs. Hopefully it's at the end of the playoffs and not at the end of the season. But anyways, and then also, if you liked what you heard tonight, please do us a huge favor like, comment, subscribe, and leave a really good review if you enjoyed uh, all of our commentary from this after-game review tonight. Once again, the Stars lose. Final score 6-2. to two. Along with Chris, my name is Ryan, and we will catch you guys on the first. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you listen.